0: Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Uh, oh, yes.
1: 1792 today, y'all. It's like the fourth time that we've had it on the podcast. Whatever. It's I the just, best. Uh, we just had a, uh, a dad's dinner, though, this past week, and we had, was oh, it Pinnacle? Yeah. What was the name? Oh, gosh, this is bad. That is bad. I already forgot what it was. But it was a bourbon that I'd never heard of. And this gentleman brought it to the dad's dinner. Yeah. The dad's dinner is like 20 guys. It's not what you think, folks. It's just a dinner with some guys that are trying to talk about being dads. and It's see if we really can... nice. It's great. It's awesome. We have it at this uh, local restaurant called De Soto. Over in Highwood, which is fantastic. Shout out to them; they do a great job. Had amazing flatbread, amazing pasta. Yeah, they serve a couple courses and uh, some drinks, and we just sit around and talk about uh, what we do. It's not like it's not like a networking thing, cause, but it is um, kind of like you get to meet people in different walks of life, and but that are from the neighborhood, yeah, or from the surrounding neighborhoods. And the, I think we talked about this maybe two podcasts ago or so and uh one of the ones that i went to before you came because you came with me last time and uh the one before that though i met a gentleman uh michael and he was um involved in putting on uh shows and concerts and such and uh that's how we ended up at bourbon and beyond so we uh yeah i didn't know that oh you didn't know that But oh, that was God. your because john oh, wasn't God? there this last time uh michael oh excuse yeah. me yeah, yeah. Michael, but he wasn't and um he, uh, he's the one that put on his company, put on that bourbon and beyond. And then, uh, one of our other friends that knew him through the industry and reached out and said, Hey, how about hooking us up with some tickets? And so that's how that happened, man. That was awesome. I know it's great. <laughs> and then this time, uh gentleman, one of the gentlemen brought a, a bunch of bourbons that he had at his place, but they were all the same, uh, brand yep. and different like ages and you could taste the different kinds and, uh, and never heard of it.
0: Well, you said it was newer. So yeah. this is like the first batch released. Yeah. You know, there weren't more than, I think the oldest was seven years.
1: Right. <clears throat> yep, you're right. Because the next one, next year, they said it's going to be the eight year. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to uh, see Dave Chappelle. Oh, my God. We had a great weekend. <clears throat> Friday night was a little bit of dinner. Yeah. Daz dinner. And then Saturday was uh, the legend, the man, the best comedian to ever walk the face of the (laughs) earth, Dave Chappelle. I mean, man, I, I feel privileged to have been able to see him live because I think there are people that are just like iconic in their industry and people who, uh, span generations and people who span, or span, um, race and span whatever affiliation you are. And that is, you know, you have some musicians out there that do that, but he does that for comedy, man. I know.
0: And you know, it's funny that you say that. Cause one of the things
1: he said during
0: the show, no copyright, mm-hmm. uh, was that he's out, he's
1: up there by himself. Maybe have a DJ. Yeah. Which sometimes some would say maybe might be harder because in the sense, I, I, I don't think so because you're by yourself. But my point being like, everybody's got to in there. If you're in a band, you got to play the right note. You know, everybody's got to be on point. I has going to play their part. Everybody. Whereas when you're by yourself, you just rely on yourself. And you're like, I know I'm bringing my a game. Yeah. I don't know if this bassist is going to bring. <laughs> <this guy." laughs> Damn it. Chuck trombone. You got to step up. <laughs>
0: um but then i guess to that same point then if you go solo the responsibility is on you to make it happen
1: yeah there was a point when uh there's a heckler which is oh, crazy yeah. to think i don't know i'm not i shouldn't i mean i don't know the person and i'm not saying any name so i'm not gonna call anybody out and but i don't know maybe that they didn't they maybe didn't mean to be a heckler i don't know i don't know what their intention was but i think maybe she was overserved, and she was talking pretty loud and he yeah. got his attention and so he kind of stopped and addressed him, which was interesting because I I never would have expected that to happen at a big show. It was at the United Center. You know, it was massive. But he, he stopped and he kind of uh, addressed the situation which was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, but one of
0: the things, and this kind of goes to our topic today, that we were really surprised by is how many different types of ethnicities ages and backgrounds were at the show to watch him from Chicago some sounded like they were from out of state too oh gosh flying in to visit and uh I mean it was really a a powerful moment because as you and I were sitting there I was like holy shit can you imagine that not only are you so skillful at being able to make people laugh, but you can make so many different people relate to your type of comedy mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a talk about talent and hard work I mean you hear a story and it's come up i mean you're just like blown away, yeah, but it is one of those things that I think uh how laughter does bring us all together, music can bring us together, films can bring us together art.
1: Mm-hmm. I think art, yeah <clears throat> forms of art you know art and obviously entertainment um, I think man we we only noticed it or I only noticed it <clears throat> kind of walking in and walking out because once you get to your seats you're kind of focused on the show yeah and you don't know what's going on around you but yeah. I did notice in front of us there was an older couple and then another woman with that older couple and the gentleman had to be in his late sixties and the two ladies that were there, they never stood up for, and let me paint the picture for everyone. We uh, got there about halfway through the opening act because when you walk in these days in these big venues and these big uh, shows, they take your cell phone and they put it in a locked up zip thing and you can't use it the whole time. What that does is, uh, Causes a little bit of delay getting in, right? There's backup. People, or it takes a while for people, especially the people that didn't know this was happening. It wasn't very, <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> You're like, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. Um, <clears throat> so it takes a little bit of time, and we knew that going in, and we wanted to have some dinner and chill, and you know, it was our wives takes our took our wives and had a nice night. So we got there a little bit, like about halfway through that opening act, and it was Hannibal Burris. And I didn't know it was going to be Hannibal Burris, and that guy is hilarious. He is hilarious. God, if you guys remember him, I mean, go back and just Google search Hannibal Bur- Burris, and you'll you'll laugh. And uh, <laughs> and so he's up on stage, and um, he gets done, and then they bring out like a DJ because they want to get the crowd revved up and ready. And there's you know there's time in between the sets, and you don't want people just sitting down and getting bored. So they got a DJ. It's jamming. I mean, he is just I, all the hits. I don't know. Like, I they knew the crowd because oh, it was yeah. like, it
0: was all 90s hip hop. It was great. DMX, Rough Riders. Yeah. Uh,
1: everyone in the crowds, you know, chanting the lyrics.
0: The DJ was a good hype man.
1: Great. But the, the gentleman who was upper 60s, maybe 70, was just dancing and grooving. <laughs> and I love Days right in front of us. And then, uh, but when we walked in, And then even more so when we walked out because we waited um you know everybody's got to use a restroom or you know so you and i are standing there waiting i'm looking around i'm like oh my god the amount of ethnicity in this building right now is unreal it was so awesome i know and to think like one person brought all those people together
0: i know and they all came with the same intention, right? Like, man, I'm gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have the best time. Yeah. And you and I are big stand up fans. You know, during the pandemic we got together to just like watch, you know, yeah. I mean, we must have burned through all the stand ups between all the streamings yep. like at least twice. Yeah. And uh I don't know about you, but Laura and I love going to comedy shows. Yeah, you know, zanies here. Even in the Chicago. small ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: totally. Miss Pat, do you remember you did you you didn't go with us to Miss Pat. No. Nah if anybody doesn't know miss pat miss pat will literally make you like a fool and i (laughs) thought i was i didn't mean to do this like i you people who know me i do open my mouth probably too much and i was in the audience at miss pat at zany's and she said something about cleveland she was like i was in cleveland i was like yeah go browns and she was like shut the fuck up (laughs) and she's like ain't nobody talking to you and she like went off on me and I was like yes Miss
0: Pat's yelling
1: at me cause that's what Miss Pat does and she just messed she me up yeah oh but uh, sorry so I didn't mean to interrupt you so we go uh, we, we love comedy
0: yeah we do and um, I think what I love so much about comedy is first it makes you feel good um, I know that a lot of things can get misconstrued and some jokes aren't funny and some jokes are funny. Some jokes are funny to certain people. Some jokes are not funny to other people, but I know everyone likes to laugh. Yeah. I know everyone likes to laugh. And I think that, you know, growing up, I remember Deaf Comedy Jam. I remember uh, uh, HBO's uh, Comedy Half Hour, you know, all these different like small segments that, you know, big names today and I remember different types of comedy for different types of people. Mm-hmm. And now when I think about uh, the streaming world and how technology has allowed us to be a little bit closer, see stand-ups uh, and get examples of stand-ups that maybe we wouldn't have recognized before. Yeah, um, Learning how you can create different material. But at the end of the day, one of the reasons that you and I like Chappelle's style of stand-up so much is because he's a storyteller. Yeah. And he just happens to tell the kind of stories that by the end of the story, I mean, you feel like you feel like you're with friends sitting at a bar while one of your friends is telling a story Mm -hmm. and you're all on the edge of your seat, hanging on every single word that this friend is telling you about this story. And when the ending comes, you all burst out in laughter. Yeah you clank your glasses together and take yeah. a sip and just tears coming out of your face. That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And in those moments, you know, as we were laughing, I was kind of like looking around and you just see everyone just laughing and like yeah. turning to their friends or to their uh, partners mm-hmm. and are like, he's the best. He's the best. Yeah. I'm like he is the best. And uh, I don't know, man, it's in those moments that you just kind of like, if you have the awareness to pause and just appreciate the fact that there are ways that we can all come together, there's ways that we can all find commonality Uh, and like cheers to the people out there who find ways to do that by making us laugh, by making us feel something through music, Mm -hmm. by uh, great speeches, by, you know, uh, amazing Uh, athletic efforts by you know all the things that bring us all together man
1: shout out to everyone doing the work yeah and I think you know as human beings we have we all have we it's cliche we all have gifts right I think the unique thing about a human being is uh, I think we we talked about this the other night how we can find humor in the things that sometimes don't always seem humorous at first yeah and we poke holes in things and then find them funny and I you know <clears throat> that's interesting that we're able to do that and laugh at ourselves because some of the stuff we do is stupid oh my god and we're ridiculous we're ridiculous and I think you know being able to laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves so seriously is important to keep in mind as we go through this life like we're all gonna die and we're all gonna that we like we sit here and we think Yeah, I'm waking up tomorrow, I got this to do, this to do, this to do, that to do, don't, but you may not, you know, and so along the way we have to find the humor in it, you know, that, that night was as crazy as it sounds, it was a huge wake up call for me that I needed at this time in my life that said, you know what, first of all, one person can make a big difference in people's lives one person can make a big difference in people's lives i looked forward to that show for weeks if not a couple months easily a couple months i think once we found out we were going yeah and i was hoping upon hope that i wasn't going to be disappointed you know what i mean like you're going into it and you're like man it's never going to be as good as what you think it's going to be and bro it was so much better (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. I know. And so there's one person when they're great at their craft and they focus on do, being the best they can be at it can, can make a huge difference in somebody's life. There were probably, I don't know how many, 40,000 people that can fit in the United Center. There's probably 35,000 there. I don't know. And um, everybody was having a great time. And then, to the point that we talked about the amount of different types of people. Yeah. So that we talked about the last time and our conversation and how we talked about communication. And like communication is so key to finding commonality. Right. And in that moment, man, you saw so many people that you're like, there's no fucking way I have anything in common with you as they walk by you in the United Center. And but you do. You had that one common thing at least for that night that you love Dave Chappelle and you love that style of comedy and you know what man if you find something like that in in you, you find that one thing like a Dave Chappelle comedy you know that you have a lot in common with that person oh yeah right I agree and so you're like god damn how could I have that much in common with that this many people and so then it gives you hope that Man, if we just talk, communicate, and not take ourselves so seriously we can, we're gonna be okay you know yeah i feel, I believe that yeah it's um it's a powerful thing, but it was a great night, and uh man, I wish I could relive it again, <laughs> you know <laughs> my favorite part is that uh
0: there must have been at least three or four times we're like, man, let's get a picture together. Oh yeah,
1: mm. <laughs> totally. It's locked up in this case. God dang it! What's going on? I know that was yeah. good. But
0: I like it because now, uh, as I remember it, it'll continue to like evolve, and it'll have like some parts I remember, some parts that I'll, that'll that'll um, come back to me as I remember it again. Yeah. But that was one of the things that stood out that I was really happy about. And uh you know, um you and I talk about mental health quite a bit and uh so giving someone a chance to laugh, even yeah. if it's for an hour, man, is yeah is no small thing. Yeah. And that's why I think like when you do find uh someone who has the skill set or a quality sense of humor, the ability to make people just laugh. Like yeah. I I don't know yeah you can make anybody cry
1: man <laughs> <laughs> you can make anybody
0: cry it's I think easier
1: it's, to make somebody cry than it is to make them laugh i
0: agree yeah i think one of the hardest things to do is to make someone laugh and if you have the the patience and the ability to fail over and over again because i'm sure they're coming up with a style they're coming up with stories they're coming up with jokes punchlines, they're voice and all that just like us as instructors you know we found yeah what aspects kind of makes uh the most impact or the best response you know as we teach and
1: uh
0: i don't know man you're right one person can make quite a big difference in people's lives and i guess that's just goes to show that we can all uh have a really positive impact if we hone our skills or hone our strengths
1: yeah well think about like if you have a um not even a talent if you have a desire to try some form of art and again i think i go back to how different um we are compared to any other species and how we could we can use our brains you know to to invent things and and create um, you know all kinds of architectural um, amazing architectural buildings and and design and and then mathematical equations there's all there's all, both sides of our brains are alive every person there might be somebody that's a little more artistic and or somebody that's a little more um, math focused or science focused right but both sides are, are working. And so we, we, each of us inside of us have the ability to be creative. And I think we need to, uh, we need to start tapping into that creative side a little more. Um, because I think that creative side is where we relieve stress. I think that creative side is where we find, um, we find a little bit of relief and, and uh, joy. And I think it's where other people see us in a different light. Like if you make a piece of pottery for somebody, I, we have a friend, um, Lee, she's awesome. And she started making uh, pottery and <laughs> we go over to their house and we have dinner and she's serving some food out of the pottery that she made. And it was so freaking cool. And she's like, hey, she's like, do you you guys like the dishes? Yeah. Where'd you get these? And she goes, I made them. Yeah. And and that is was so cool that she wanted to share that with
0: us. And think about full circle that for a second. You're like, all right, I'm going to get this idea. I'm going to put this, you know, serving dish together. Right. And you have it in your head and you're like trying to. And I'm sure she, you know, failed a few times as she was like trying to figure out how to find her groove. Yeah. style. And then she's like, "Okay, I got this." Yeah. And then after a couple of runs, she's like, "No, this is the one that I'm keeping." And yeah. then after like a set, yeah, she's, like, "I'm gonna have some people over and do maybe a have dinner. some people." Yeah. And then now you're sitting there, you're like, "Man, a few months ago, I couldn't make a ashtray." if yeah. you, you know, ask me or whatever. Yeah. And now you're making like you're serving food yeah. out of the things that you made. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a satisfying moment.
1: And her husband, they're the, they're the be- they're awesome man. They're great people. So Patrick. Uh, he, that same night, uh, he had built this fence in his backyard and he saved some of the wood and he's like, Hey man, I got, I got like a little project for us. I'm like, great. Like put me to work. And, uh, (laughs) I love a good, I love, I love working, but it wasn't, that wasn't the case. He actually, we cut, um, square pieces out of the wood. So it was like a, like a three inch by three inch maybe square. And, uh, he had this, uh, little brand that he had got his last name begins with an M and so he had uh, this M as a brand and he like a metal shape or whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so we cut these four pieces of wood and he was like since your name's Mark I thought we could just use it for the M <laughs> <laughs> and so uh so we branded these four pieces of wood with the M on it and like you worked it to where you got it like just the right kind of burn. Oh yeah. And, uh, and then lacquered them with lacquer or whatever, you know, polyurethane, whatever you want to call it to smooth it out, made coasters. Yeah, man. So I got coasters. So like M coasters. Yeah. And like that, I still remember, right. Like that was a night that could have been any other night. And I still remember because we used our creative minds to create something that now we use, you know, in our bourbon room
0: and you know what you do that all the time when you cook you create dishes that have amazing flavors and you love to see everyone enjoy this effort that you put in and uh seeing people's reactions to the to the amazing dishes that you make like man as we're saying this like there's so many things that bring people together there's so many creative ways for connection right So many creative ways for connection and yet we're constantly out here screaming like we don't have enough connection and we don't have enough. Yeah. You know,
1: good positive vibes. Right. I think if we just, if we tune in to our creative side and share that with others, you know I mean? That's what great artists do, right? They share their, their, uh, gifts and, you know, you, you're not going to start out playing the guitar like Jimi Hendrix. No. You know? Take some practice, man. But I tell you what, when you're at a campfire and somebody pulls out an acoustic guitar, I don't give a shit if they can play three chords. It's the best. It is the best. And I don't even know what three chords means. It just <laughs> sounds good.
0: But you know what I mean, though. But you everybody right now knows what I right mean, doesn't mean.
1: They just. And if you've got one song, you know what? I'll play it again. Great. Play it again because it's awesome. It's the best. Yeah. You know why? Because live music is the best. I know. I wonder, what, you know, <clears throat> we could go down a rabbit hole on live music and just music in general. And I believe, I'm pretty sure that you can <laughs> you can look this up. Um, it's It's one of the first forms of communication, right? As far as like just sounds and making sounds. I mean, obviously... <sighs> When languages were being developed, you're just making sounds. And yeah. so, like, I wonder if some of the first things were more like songs than they were actual, like, sentences. Yeah. Like speaking, you know.
0: um, Sounds that had an emotional reaction. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like when you hear something in pain, like an animal in pain, you can tell. Mm, yeah. Right. You can tell right. it's in pain. Yeah. You feel like this. From the sound, sound of it. Yeah. Right.
1: I just wonder, I wish, yeah, I wish I, I I mean, I, in my spare time, maybe I might look this up, but it's not going to happen. Somebody out there can tell us like where the origins of, you know, music, because it's in your, it's like in your DNA, man. Bro, it's our heartbeat, man. Yeah. We're rhythm. Yeah. We are living rhythm. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. We are living rhythm. We got a
0: drum in our chest. Yeah. You're right, man. Where's my theme music right there? In between those ribs, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um, I wish uh, I wish we would, you know, <clears throat> have ways for our kids to. I mean, listen, math and English and science is obviously hugely important in an education format, but you know, you get like one little. They rotate through music, like they have music and cooking and but it's not daily. I think it's like, it's like yeah, no, it's this like is the day for this. And it, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. And it's for a couple of weeks. Like yeah. they have the, what I guess I would consider your elective type class. And within that elective curriculum, it is four different types of creative, uh, pieces, you know, cooking, um, music, um, I forget exactly what else there is that, that my daughter is going through, you know. But it's minuscule in comparison. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting that as we sit here and talk about it, what gives us the most joy? The creative side. That gives us the most joy. Now you have to pay bills. You have to live a life. You have to earn money. and But do we do we have to... L- do we have to go to the extent that we're going to? Do we have to have the new car? Do we have to have, you know, and we're going on a rabbit hole here. I'd like to bring it back to, you know, creativity and our creative mind. And people are out there that, that are listening, that are going through their daily life and probably listen to this on their, on their way to work. Find some time on a daily basis to create time for yourself to be creative. So carve out time in your day to be creative. And that portion of your brain when it continues to evolve and uh get better at whatever creative thing you want to do you're going to be happier you will be happier i agree with that statement
0: because you even said it man even if even you don't consider yourself to be necessarily creative through music or you know color and art maybe just writing you being able to emotionally express yourself through words right and it doesn't have to be a poem. You're just like, man, <laughs> making jokes about our profanity. But maybe you just have a page just with the F word yeah. after, over and over and over again because right. it makes you feel better. Right. Power to you. Yeah. you
1: like, me. this is how I express myself today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's everybody out there. Guarantee everybody listening right now. Stop and think for a second. What's that one thing that you really like to do or have wanted to do guarantee? There's a bunch of people out there that are like, you know, I've always wanted to play the guitar or I've always wanted to learn the piano or I've always. Well, then what the hell are you doing? I know. Just try to learn. We talked
0: about this before, right? Human beings are the only species that's like you could pick anything. Now, you may not be the best
1: at that thing. But you
0: you would get better at that thing. You would get good enough at that thing to be able to do that thing. Right, right. No other species. Right, right. And so if that's not a superpower, man, I don't know what is. Yeah. Technically speaking, yes, it is through time. But our ability to consistently uh, put ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally into a thing, we get
1: better at that thing. 100%, man. Now my wife would say, That I stop doing some things and just start other things too much. So, honey, I hear you. I'm not not learning to play guitar. (laughs)
0: I'll
1: stick to cooking.
0: I love it. I know, man. I I do appreciate, though, as we're talking about it now, because now that you say it, before a ride, before this particular episode, and maybe before that show, I might tell you, man, we're still going through a lot of a lot of tough times in the world and I'm sure we are, I'm sure we are. And I'm sure there's people struggling out there, but I can tell you, man, even on some of my worst days to have a friend at work to tell a funny story with and get a moment of laughter to have a moment in the middle of like a hectic day and have a movie quote that reminds you of it, that just helps lighten the -hmm. experience for you. There's just so much out there that allows us to be connected, allows us to experience joy and allows us to find gratitude in our life, Mm -hmm. even through some of the toughest times. Yeah. All because we can experience these feelings. Right. And so I say all that just to say like, If you're listening out there and you may not be going through the best of times, (sighs) find a moment just to remember why you're doing this in the first place. You're doing it for the laughter. You're doing it for the hugs. You're doing it for the smiles. You're doing it for the satisfaction of completion. And you were talking about this before, you know, our right side and our left side of our brains, this logical versus this present. You want to talk about balance. I think that's where we should find our balance. The harmony of both sides, not being too critical, but also not being too uh, spacey. Yeah. Like there's a time and a place to handle business. There's a time and a place to be in the moment and laugh your face off. Yeah. just try to find the harmony of both those moments. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think that if you're wondering why, it would be not only beneficial for yourself, but when you, when you share a gift that you may be working on with other people, it brings them together. So if you, if for any other reason that you may want to help more people, you should work on your creative gifts or anything creative that you want to do like think about all your friends out there right now and all you guys get together and hang out and if you if you brought it all of a sudden you just learned to juggle (laughs) and you brought and you brought and you brought three three tennis balls and you're like, hey, guys, oh my God. look what I learned. And people make fun of you. Honestly, they laugh so hard. Say that? But they'd be like, when the fuck? Did, when did you learn to do this? You're like, this, I don't know. This it is one
0: thing that I think you would start doing and you would commit to. So, Jenny, I hope Juggling. you're listening. Juggling. No. Oh. You're going to be like, hey, Jay, lately I've been uh, practicing magic.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Now you're like
0: six months putting Every- into like a couple like fast hand card tricks <laughs> yes. and uh, a couple of you know up quick close with the hand stuff magic. up close magic oh. and you bring your friends together you're like all right guys you ready you ready for this oh my God. i'm about to blow your minds you're like oh, you're oh like, i'm killing it i'm killing man. it
1: i think i i, I think oh i God. i missed my calling jay magic mark <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man! Oh, oh yeah. man! <laughs> Not anymore. I'll tell you that oh, uh, that's you, good, yeah, that's good, yeah, I think, um, oh, hey, if there's anything we can end with today, it'd be we just felt very inspired to be completely honest with you with one person's ability to bring so many different people together because that person followed their passion to be creative and to push boundaries and to know as a kid. I mean, he talked about it, man. He talked about how you guys don't know if you don't know much about Dave, like go read about him. Like he went to school for this, like he put himself through school to be the best at his craft. And then he worked for so long with, you know, SNL, and Comedy Central, and all these places just writing his own stuff. All the books he's written, pages and pages and pages of notes and jokes and everything. I mean, it's a lot of work, but holy shit, when you look at somebody that brings 35,000 people together, in one night of all different races and ethnicities and beliefs and backgrounds. And you talk about our elected officials. You talk about uh, people who run this country and who can't unite people. (laughs) Yeah. The way that he did that night. It's no small feat. And I think you have to pay respect to that. And I think you have to, look at what it was and it was the creative side that brought people together you know i agree man yeah yeah all right man so i hope you guys honestly don't stop chasing your dreams about being creative and giving yourself the opportunity to take a break and most of all remember to laugh (laughs) i love it cheers brother cheers brother Love you, man. Love you.